Hello my lovely sisters, how are you doing? It is Get In The Box here, welcome back to Furry Trash. I thought I would just hop in really quick and let you guys know about our brand new Ko-Fi shop, the number one place to buy all Furry Trash merch. Link in the description for more information. Enjoy the episode! Welcome back to Furry Trash, I'm Rose Get In The Box, and this week we have a very, very special guest, Knox. Hello, hello, how you doing? Hi Knox, tell people who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Knox Husky. I am an avid con-goer, fursuiter, I guess TikToker now. Uh, and I just love just just being fluffy and having a good time. And how did you get interested in the furry fandom? Well, it was kind of one of those things where I didn't really knew. I was a, I was a closeted furry and I never really knew. I really, didn't really know I loved, I really wanted to be a furry until I had several friends who, who came out to me. They're like, they're like, hey, I'm in the I'm in the furry fan. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Can you tell me about that? And I was like, oh, this sounds really, really cool. And then one day I just started looking at my phone and I realized I had screenshots of like uh, don't hug cacti suits from like 2011, 2012 on my phone. This is like 2017. So like years later. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. So I started looking more into it and I just kind of just jumped headfirst into the furry fandom. How did you create your character, Knox? Because I've never heard anyone else with that name before. Um, so... Kind of, this is a kind of an anticlimactic uh, story. So kind of the origins of the name Knox. Uh, when I was young, like 12, 13 years old, I thought like I was a really big like James Bond, like spy movie fan for the longest time. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if I can, what kind of alias I would have if I ever had an alias. And it would be uh, my middle name and then Knox. So Daniel Knox would be my alias spy name. And... I was like, okay, I, I want to be special, so I put two X's on the on the end of Knox. And when it came to come up with a name for my Sona, I was like, oh, well, I, I guess I'll just tack that. That'll be my Sona name, just be my my made up name from childhood. And then uh, my character. So that's kind of a funny story of when I said earlier I kind of jumped into the fandom head first. So when I was like, okay, I'm a furry. Uh, I went like the day, like maybe like two and a half weeks after I realized, like, oh, I'm a furry. I want to do this. I commissioned my first suit. So not even a month into the fandom, I was like, here's a bunch of money. Make me a first suit. But yeah, and so that was kind of the suit. But kind of backtracking a little bit, my actual Sona, I got art of him done about a week before I commissioned my first suit. I ended up getting a slot with uh, Noun Later, the artist, and. So I got a full body body piece, and I told him that I told I told her that like, hey, I don't really have a Sona yet. I kind of wouldn't mind if you kind of helped me with it. They're like, all right, what do you want? And I kind of was like, oh, oh no, I gotta come up with this now. So I made my Sona in about thirty seconds. So I was like, okay, I want a husky because I want to be a husky. I like maroon and I like white because it's the colors of the university I went to. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to want to do some little more. Oh, I want to put a black break in between those two. Okay, that's my Sona. <laughs> so I made my Sona in about 30 seconds after of the pressure of telling an artist what I want my Sona to be. That is probably the quickest how I made my persona story I have ever heard. Like you literally got like 30 seconds. Okay, like boom, 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 done. So you said in the beginning there you were an avid con goer. Um, obviously this year has been tough for everyone, but especially those people who love conventions. What were some of the conventions you were looking forward to before the pandemic hit? Oh, so many. Um, FWA Furry Weekend Atlanta was going to be my birthday weekend con. It would have been the first time ever 
I went to FWA and uh, like I heard so many good things about that. Ace uh, Anthrocon was going to be a possibility, but most likely not due to finances. Because even though I love going to cons, money is money, <laughs> and so it's kind of yeah. have to be smart. So I, I know I know so many people who try to go to as many cons as possible and they don't end up making rent and stuff like that. So as for me, it's always a mixture of I want to go to as many cons as I can, but be smart with my money. So Anthrocon was a maybe. Um, there is a local con here in Texas, uh, Furry Siesta, which is like the sister con of Texas Furry Fiesta. And so it's kind of like a halfway point between Texas Furry Fiesta going into the next year. So it's kind of like a like a little mini con for kind of just to make it through. So that was going to be around the time of AC anyway. Then since FWA got canceled, I was like, oh, maybe this will all blow over. So since I couldn't go to FWA, I could afford to go to Denver. So I booked everything for Denver. That got canceled. Um, there was another con that was going to happen right after Denver called Texas uh, uh, Tales and Tornado. Tales and Tornado for con. That was going to be up in Oklahoma. That was going to be a guarantee because it's driving distance. The hotel's cheap. Con's cheap. So Texas, yeah, Texas uh, Tales and Tornadoes. And then the next one after that would have been ACFI, uh, uh, Alamo City Furry Invasion. That's down in San Antonio. And then after that would have been MFF. So I think I should have asked the question, what cons weren't you going to? Would have been a better question to ask. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then, oh, <laughs> the next the next year, uh, first, not first squared. Uh, or was it first squared? Yeah, first squared up in Wisconsin. I was going to go to that one because uh, my first year crush lives in the state. And I had a couple friends who moved from Texas up there to Wisconsin. So I, And then also my my mate, he's also on staff there too. So. And that one got canceled for early next year already. So like I said, what, what conventions haven't you been to? Which would have been a better question. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been very disappointing to watch them all online be canceled one after the, the next one, the next one, the next one. Yeah, it really is. But it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of like it's an understanding sadness that it's all these are getting canceled, but they're all getting canceled for everyone's health and safety. So it's sad, but it's understandable. Yeah, no, because I've never been to a furry convention um, or to the US, so I wouldn't know what they're like, except for things I've seen on YouTube and Instagram and like following uh, bigger furries. Um, what would be some advice you would give to younger or newer furries that are thinking about going to their first convention when it is safe to do so? Might exactly, I add? When, it's, when it's safe to yeah. do so, yes. Now, obviously, um, things will have changed uh, or we are expecting things to change, but going on like what your experience would be, what would be some of the tips you would give to young furries? The young furries going to their very first convention, uh, go with a go prepared. That's my biggest thing. Of uh, actually, of kind of, uh, I forgot to mention. I'm actually a, I'm a panelist too, and uh, the panels I give are are kind of like similar related. My biggest thing is going to cons on a budget. Uh, I've I've done that panel. I've also done a panel that actually is kind of near and dear to me for some reason. I don't know why because I I'm an avid. I love to cook. I love to bake. I. Uh, but my one of my uh, panels are is a uh, uh, meal prepping for cons because that's my big like that's the thing I love to do. It saves so much money, and that's actually because of the fact that I like to meal prep for cons. I'm able to afford more cons on top of that. But going back to your question of uh, what I could what tell people going to the first convention is go prepared. Uh, know who know who your roommates are. Uh, know that it's okay to not stay in the hotel where the convention is taking place. It's it's called staying at a satellite hotel. Usually a hotel, there's usually where a convention hotel is. There's multiple hotels around the convention. 
and mo- majority of the time they're cheaper. So it's kind of going and going there with a the budget as well. Cause I know so many people who have gone to conventions are getting room by themselves, going out for every meal and then goes to the dealer's den like first day blows all their money. And they're basically in deep water of like, Oh, Saturday have no money for anything else. Uh, another thing. So, and also another thing, know how to uh, and make sure you have a plan to get home. I've witnessed so many times of people getting the convention and not having enough money to actually get home or have a plan to get home. So go in there with a plan. This week's episode is brought to you by Letter Shop. Letter Shop is an art apparel business all about promoting body positivity, mental health, and self-love. And for very trash listeners, you can get 10% off your entire first order by using code I got the hookup. That's 10% off your entire order by using code I got the hookup. Link in the description for more information. I guess another thing that's a little more light lighthearted, a little more up, uh, upbeat is don't be afraid to go to a convention that you don't know anybody. My first two conventions I ever went to, I knew literally nobody. I knew uh, the very first convention was Denver 2018. It was the first year for that con. And I knew the, and I card pulled with someone that I kind of knew, but didn't know a single soul uh, at the convention itself. And it was by far one of my favorite conventions. And then the following convention as well, I literally knew nobody. Like I didn't know a single person is end up working out with my work schedule that, Oh, I can take a few days off Went and got, luckily it was the hotel room was cheap enough that I can get it by myself. And actually, and I kind of not really, that's another thing I didn't really look into. That was one of the first mistakes I ever made was for going to a free convention. I didn't really check how much the hotel room was. <laughs> and I looked at the bill at the end and I'm like, Oh, I think it ended up being like three eighty, three hundred eighty dollars for two nights. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, but don't be afraid to go to a convention that you don't really know anybody. People I met at the not the first convention was was out of state, so I still I still keep up with a couple of people like Flo the Otter and a couple other people. That's actually where I first met uh, Stagger Lee because he used to live in in Denver. But uh, the second con ACFI was a little more of a of a closer con, and there are people that I met there for the first time that are still my best friends to this day. And you so, mentioned earlier, technical, you were involved in like making panels and hosting panels at conventions and stuff. Um, we mentioned this when we were talking to Grimstone a couple of weeks ago, well, a couple of months ago now at this stage. Um, how did you get involved in panelists? Like, how did you get on that rope ladder of getting to host a panel? Um, for what happened with me was I was in, I, I was one of my best friends is one of the, uh, one of the lead, uh, was was one of the lead, lead con people at for ACFI, uh, Alamo City Fair Invasion. Uh, his name's Zebra, and I got talking with him about this. Like, I have a panel idea. Like, I'm really passionate about meal prepping for cons because I feel like every single time because I've done it before, where I've gone to a con and didn't show up with anything, having to and having to go out and go out for every meal, spending so much money, I end up spending like sixty, seventy dollars a day on food, and I'm like. Why don't people more? Why don't more people bring food to cons and just so they so you can have more time to spend at the convention? And they're like, "That's a really good idea for a panel." And I was like, oh, "I guess it is." And so I ended up doing doing that panel, and I ended up having a really positive feedback from it. And it's something that I've really enjoyed just telling people that 
just telling people information that they that they don't know so they can go on forward and save money and have a better time at a convention so basically you talk about like how to get the most out of a convention and how to like not how to enjoy yourself more because people enjoy themselves at their own speed and their own pace i guess but like Mm -hmm. how to how to convention pretty much exactly exactly yeah and i i I get about i definitely get you about going at your own pace because like i said there's conventions where i've shown up and I've maybe worn my suit for a total of two hours the entire weekend. And then there are some weekends that I go in there and I wear my suit the entire weekend. Also, that's another thing kind of back a track to a previous topic of going to a convention uh, for first timers. I found that the conventions I end up sh- going to and either not bringing my suit at all or barely wearing my suit are the most enjoyable because you're not staring at a convention through basically toilet paper tubes. So you're able to actually enjoy the convention. So that's, so I tell people all the time, the most fun conventions I've ever been to are the ones where I barely wear my suit or I don't wear my suit at all. And this, now I could be wrong or could this just could be an Irish thing, I'm not quite sure. Um, but there's like a general rule of like a, a five to one rule or like a six to one or something rule, like a general rule, mm-hmm. rule of thumb for fursuiters. Yep, it's the yeah, and yeah, in the U.S. we do the six two one, uh, six hours of yeah, sleep, two meal, two meals a day, one minimum one shower, which it needs to be more than one shower. People, come on, people, is it children exist for a reason, dudes? Come on, exactly. That's one thing I pride myself on. I am not a musky husky. I I literally go to every convention with a complete fill bottle of disinfecting spray. I bring all the stuff to make disinfecting spray, and then worst absolute comes to worst. I've had it before where my bottle's broken. There's a there's a, a a company here. They're out of uh, they're out of Phoenix, Arizona. It's a uh, it's a uh, Eno and their partner. They have a company called Soap Pony, and they make homemade soaps and fursuit sprays. And they're fantastic. Actually, I use their soap bottles. So shout out to Soap Pony. Send me some free stuff. I'm kidding, but uh, <laughs> I I I I, lo- I love their stuff. So yeah, I've pride myself on disinfecting my suit every single time because I'm that kind of person that. Not, not, I'm the sweatiest person I know. I've had times where I've gone out in suit and I'm already sweating through my suit after 20 minutes and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I douse my stuff with as much disinfectant as I possibly can. So I think furs forget. Like, I don't know if it's the mix of the, oh my God, I'm at a convention or the, oh my God, I'm at a fur convention or both. People just forget to have a shower and take care of themselves because let's be fair about it. Conventions are conventions for a reason people go there to have fun and escape from the reality that is humans um and people specifically people um but people just forget that it's you know while it is all fun and games to have a furry convention that there's other humans under those suits like even though we might not want to make or break the magic about it it's still very important to like take care of yourself Mm -hmm. definitely oh without a doubt without a doubt like what would be something like in your experience, maybe a horror story or something that's happened to you at a convention that like you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy? Uh, hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm telling my, okay. I'm, I'm going to tell my one and only real horror story. So it was my very first convention and, uh, ended up going potluck with a, with a group of roommates. They're out of, uh, they're out of Salt Lake city, Utah. Fantastic people, uh, deck and senders. 
and like uh, they're they're fantastic i ended up liking like like i said i went in potluck didn't know who they were ended up liking them so much that i ended up rooming with them again at a different convention the following year and we ended up inviting a inviting a guest to stay the night because you know how it is sometimes people want to come to a convention and uh, they can't really afford, so they they do what's called room hopping. So, which honestly, people don't do that. Don't room hop. Uh, so, they, so they couldn't really afford to be at the convention the entire time. No, they could be at the convention and get a hotel room, so they'll room hop. So we 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 took pity and let him stay in our room for a couple of nights, and he ended up being a very very shady person, and just kind of uneasy so it's kind of one of those things also just to, for uh, this is just a life lesson of just be wary of other people's you, you can be kind to other you can be kind to strangers and but always be wary to a point especially if they're going to be staying in your living space so i, I don't want to I, I don't think it's appropriate for this podcast of some of the stuff that he did but yeah that 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 i wouldn't want to put that on most of my enemies most of your enemies that wow dude that's wow <laughs> hey hey <laughs> so your overall advice would be just to be prepared pretty much because people forget to do that shower exactly because no one wants a husky husky dude no one wants it um like come on we know it might be like you know your aesthetic but you know my my nose is not thankful for it um but yes Knox, where can people find you online um they can find me at Knox. With two X's, 1616 at literally everywhere. So Knox1616 on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I believe that's it. I'm pretty sure definitely Instagram and Twitter, but whatever is linked below, they're linked below. And I don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at Friday.trashpot and uh, Twitter at FTrashpot. And you can support us on Ko-Fi. Um, are all linked in the description below. And yes, thank you, Knox, for coming on. Uh, anything thank- you want to say really quickly? Uh, uh, really quickly? Um, just keep being fluffy, keep being you, be kind to one another, wash your hands, wear a mask. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning into Furry Trash. If you like what we do and want to support us off air, the links to our Instagram and Twitter are below in the description, as well as links to our Ko-Fi shop and Telegram group chats. See you guys there.